listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 36. Killer Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who got hit by a literal damn car, which is what kept us from doing these things for about a month. John Brownstone. Yeah, but I'm, I bounce back. Literally. Uh, <laughs> on asphalt. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Off of a motorcycle. But whatever. Sure. <laughs> I need, didn't need my heart to keep beating. It's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but we are glad you're here and back. I am too. A big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash killerlords for making this episode possible. Uh, this week, we're coming in hot. Uh, we've been gone for several weeks and we're going to come in with some fuckery. <laughs> we are going to share some of our top anal training tips. Anal training is not always a kink for everybody. It's not necessarily kinky play, it's sexy play, but because anal training in a power exchange kind of way tends to make its way through some people's fuckery, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it, share some tips. Well, uh, JB hiccups into the microphone. Excuse me. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Uh, come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, so it's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes, and the show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Okay, so let's get into our tips, tricks. Here's what we think you ought to know about anal training. Mm-hmm. So first, before we even like say, here, think about how what to do, uh, let's define it. Okay. The The definition is in the words. Anal training is to prepare your body for anal penetration and play. Uh, if you have never had anything up your butt, you do not start with, you know, a big fat dildo. Like that's, that's how people get hurt, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you see in porn, is usually actually physically happening, but those people are trained professionals, y'all. They've been doing this for a minute, okay? (laughs) So for the rest of us, and even for them, quite frankly, you go through some form of anal training. You you work your way up. You train your body to uh, get used to the sensation, to handle having something go in what is normally an exit. Your muscle training. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And also from a power exchange kind of thing, if that's your reason for doing it, there's definitely some power play there. So let's uh, get into our tips. Okay. To start it off, number one, it's not always a power exchange thing. So we kind of have to say this, y'all. I mean, because it's really not. Anal is not inherently kinky. Some people feel like it is. If you think it is kinky, then it is kinky to Mm -hmm. you, and that's fine. It's also not always about your dynamic. Not everybody who tries anal training is doing it because their dom is, like, controlling that, and it's this sexy play. Both my times uh, going through anal training were absolutely part of the power exchange. But if you're doing it just because you like the sensation and you want to like one day maybe have anal or you it's another form of masturbation for you or whatever your reasons are, they can be absolutely outside of a power dynamic. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Not a problem with that. And that brings us to number two. Use lube. Look, if if you have done some a level of anal, you already know this. And if you don't, you'll learn the hard way. Uh, but that is not a lubricating part of your body, y'all. And you will not, as a newbie, use enough lube. I say this as a newbie who definitely didn't use enough lube. 
I started with, and then mm-hmm. I'll get to our next tip on starting small. I yeah. started with this teeny tiny little butt plug, but I think I literally put like a pea-sized dollop of lube on the tippy top of that butt plug. That is laughable. Oh, to my me sweet now. summer child. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what ended up making it work? Because And then I was like, why isn't this working? And why does this hurt? And why is this uncomfortable? Oh, not enough lube. So my perspective is, especially for newbies, once you get some experience with this, you will find where your level of how much you need is mm-hmm. based on what you're playing with. Um, your, like for me, it was a butt plug. So that butt plug, it was maybe the size of my pinky finger, y'all. It was not a big one. And I thought, I don't think this is big enough until I tried to put it up my butt. And then I went, oh my God, this is the biggest thing I've ever encountered <laughs> yeah. in my life. What is happening? I'm being split in two. But what the way it worked for me was I had to coat with fresh lube squirted out of the tube that I was using mm-hmm. up and down the whole thing. Then I was not done yet. Then I had to take a dollop of it and squidge it around my asshole. And then I still had to do every other trick you have to do for the first time of anal penetration. But that was close to enough lube. And I was still adding more. Yeah. When you're new to it, it's like you're drowning in damn lube. And I, and I think that's that's the best thing to, to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think you've used enough you uh, when you think you've used enough lube, use more. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And if you are ever as a newbie looking at your toy going, Oh, I'll just let me just a little squirt. That little that little dollop will do. No. No. I want you to like hold firm either depends on your lube. Is it a squeezy tube? Just keep squeezing, baby. Just till the lube is running down your other arm. Just keep squeezing. This is one time a little dab won't do you. Right. If it's a tub, dunk the fucker in. Just <laughs> stir it around like that's a stir stick, okay? Uh, if it's a pump, I mean, don't stop at five pumps of lube. Just, uh, you should be, you're, you should be slippery by the time. And then I would go, yeah, you probably have enough lube now. <laughs> So yeah, you're never, if you're new to it, you're never using enough lube, always use more lube, but Mm -hmm. always use lube to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Number three, start small. So my first experience, because I didn't want to touch my own butt, I guess I had issues. (laughs) My first experience was that little baby butt plug that I was like, that's too small. I'm not even going to feel it. Oh, whatever. Um, (laughs) But I would say, please don't, you can start there. But you're probably better off actually starting with your own like smallest finger or your partner if, if they're mm-hmm. the one, if this is a partnership thing. The tip of the smallest finger between you is probably as small as you might want to start with. Um, that is what I have seen a lot of people do wrong is they find these beautiful butt plugs or these beautiful beads or whatever, mm-hmm. or the hooks, and they're gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's, I'm cramming that up my ass. And they've not even had a fingertip up there. Um, you can absolutely work up to it with enough time, lube, and Lamaze breathing. You might get that big thing up there the first mm-hmm. time, but it probably won't be pleasant. So, yeah. Now, you've done some on your own with prostate yeah. clean stuff. What What was your smallest first experience? Where did you start? Um, mm, yeah, it was small. Yeah, was it a small butt plug? Or was yeah, it, uh, small, was... very small butt plug. Very small butt plug. I can't talk tonight. No, it's okay. he's not drinking. I swear. Yeah. Maybe he should be. Um, <laughs> the, the nice thing about this is it goes right into what we're about to say in the very next tip is that you really can do this. You don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to go out and buy a bunch of stuff. If you or your partner is willing to put 
a fingertip up one of y'all's butts. That's really all you need. And if you are mm-hmm. squeamish, you can absolutely wear gloves and loop now, up the gloves. I'm, but I'm just going to add a little, um, little tip, a little bonus <laughs> just, tip here. Just the tip? Okay. Yeah, just tip. Um, you know, if you do use your fingers, um, cut your fingernails. Trim your nails and if down. You're, if you're in a position, I know some people would be like, I'm not clipping my nails. Put some gloves on, y'all. Right. Yeah. But yep. if you are a person who normally, like, trims your nails or you just don't mm-hmm. think about it, this is a time to trim your nails first. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a person who keeps long nails, wear gloves. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one. Next one is number four. Toys help, but they're not required. See what I just said? I mean, because quite frankly, for some people, anal is not going to be about the toys. They're not going to buy butt plugs. They're mm-hmm. not going to buy probes or beads. They're looking to, like, get fucked. So it's going to start with a hand or finger. Might go to a hand. Anal mm-hmm. fisting is totally a thing. Yep. Might evolve a penis. You still need to work up to it. You still need to, like, take your time. You still yeah. need to go slow. Um, the thing about anal training, what I like about the idea of anal training is because training is in the name. By just by it, what's the word I want that means it, that it implies that it should go slowly right now do some people try to overtrain and train quickly of course they do but if you are training your body you've ideally you're building in the time you're going to take for it mm-hmm. so yes maybe your ultimate goal is to be a fisted anally with a very large meaty fist but that that's if you went started there, then you've skipped training. Right. Which, then why are we calling it anal training? You're going to start slow and build and work your way up. So you don't have to have toys for that. Start with one, start with your smallest finger. Go to your next, like maybe your pointer finger after that, your index finger. Then you go to two fingers. Then maybe you go to three. Maybe, you know, you work up until you're doing fisting, if that's your thing. Or you go up to two, maybe three until you're like, yeah, that's that's about the same width as the circumference of the dick. Okay. And then (laughs) now it's time for the dick to come in. Like, however, but while you can spend a lot of money on anal toys and we have recommended them in the past and we'll Mm -hmm. recommend them in the future, you don't have to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Number five, if you get toys, consider anal training kits. Yes. So if your anal play ideas aren't just about penetrative sex with a body part like you don't have to have a penis to do anal as we talked about hands totally will get the job done um but if toys are gonna be a part of that mm-hmm. as a beginner who's unsure what do i like what size do i need what should I, a kit is a great option we will link to some in the show notes pages for you for show notes page for you loving bdsm.net um just as some ideas um the thing with kits is there will be a couple of different types one will be they're all maybe they're all butt plugs but they're a variety of sizes so mm-hmm. you start with the smallest you work your way up and you spent your money one time for three even as sometimes as many as four toys and it gives you time to work through the different sizes the other type i have seen is where it's multiple different types of toys usually of a small to moderate size, not overly large, but it allows you to play with different sensations. Um, those kits will usually have like a, a quote, put air quotes around the standard butt plug, tapered tip, smooth um, shaft, flared base. They will often have a set of anal beads, which are great for beginners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great for everybody, but really good for beginners. Anal beads start at a really small bead size, work their way up, which means in one toy, you can slowly work up to the next size bead that you can handle. Um, 
But the idea of the kit is it gives you the ability to spend your money once and then work through that kit until you're ready for whatever your next stage is. We never had like a next stage. Yeah, uh, part of it was for uh, penetrative sex, but mostly it was because it was part of our power exchange. It was like, I want you to wear this cute bug butt plug. Yes. I want you to wear this big butt plug. I want you to like, it was about stretching my limits mm -hmm. and having the experience and you having control over that and less about the sex part for us. Right. Um, so in that case, it kind of, we were playing with all kinds of different things in that way. But um, I keep saying but in this one and it feels appropriate. Um, <laughs> for those who are like, no, 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 I do want to buy something. I don't want to use my hands. I want to, I want to try toys. A kit is, um, is a good option. Now, I think we have a few bonus tips. Um, <laughs> I have one written down and I've had others that have come to mind since we've been talking about it. So uh, bonus tip, uh, pleasurable sensations can sometimes make anal easier. This is not universally true. Mm -hmm. Some people get so focused on one sensation, they can't even pay attention to the other, or they don't like it. For me though, while something was going on at the back, if I had nipple or clitoral stimulation up the front, I was aroused and so then I could relax. Right. And so then anal became easier. Mm -hmm. So if you were struggling, if it's difficult, and you've added as much lube as you can add, that may be an option. And that, that's absolutely true because one of the biggest uh, hurdles for some people is being able to relax. Mm -hmm. So that little distraction right. and that, can yeah. go a long way. And that does work for me. Yeah. Um, I also, I have, I forget about this and I don't know why because I've used this trick back in our anal play days we have not played with <laughs> anal in a while neither of us is like overly into it it was fun but we're not like it was fun at the it. time we kind of moved on to yeah right but one of the tips that um you will often hear is once the body part or toy is right there trying to come in if you bear down and sort of push as if you're you're doing number two don't do number two but it's kind of a similar sensation that can actually open things up a bit and sometimes make penetration a bit easier mm -hmm. um again it's one of those it's not a universal it doesn't work for everybody but it is one thing to try if you were struggling uh a thing to know about anal is it's not actually required to hurt if it hurts you're going too fast you're going too large you're not using enough lube Sometimes it's one of those three and sometimes it's all three. <laughs> so the thing with, with us with anal was always the moment something hurt, we stopped. Mm -hmm. You it would stimulate me, you would use a vibrator, I would breathe, we would try all our tricks, you would add more lube, right. and then we would progress further. Mm -hmm. The whole point for us was pleasure. For most people, it is pleasure. I know there are some hardcore masochists out there. I, I know there's somebody out there who's like, yeah, yeah, pain during anal, that's totally my jam. But that's pretty rare. Most people are like, that's the last thing I'd like to hurt. People resign themselves to it hurting. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit of the point of anal training is that you are moving up slowly and progressing slowly so that you can avoid some of that pain. So while you're progressing slowly with size, make sure you progress slowly just in general. Right. And you can avoid some of the discomfort. Mm -hmm. And then, just one more tip, <laughs> just the tip. Um, this will not be for everybody, but if the person being penetrated anally also happens to have a vagina, please know don't ever 
go from butt to vagina in one move. Yeah. So let's say you're having anal sex. If you're wearing a condom, you would pull out after anal, take that condom off and either pop on a new one or if, you know, if it's not an issue to not wear a condom, go into the vagina without that original mm -hmm. condom on. Um, or you just need to stop and clean because bacteria from the butt is not supposed to be in the vagina and it can cause problems, y'all. Now, I'm not a doctor. I cannot tell you medically the names of the problems it can cause, but I believe doctors when they tell me don't do that. Right. Clean it off yeah. in between. And the easiest way to do that is to swap condoms or just take a condom off, like use a condom for anal, take it off for vaginal if you don't mm -hmm. normally use condoms during penetrative sex or put a new condom on and then go in for, for vaginal. Um, you're gonna think, this kinda kills the mood. You wanna know what kills the mood? Uh, infections in the vagina yeah. kill the mood, y'all. Yep. So, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> those are some quick down and dirty anal, just anal tips in general. The first part is the actual <laughs> anal <laughs> draining part. Um, like I said, we will put in the show notes some um, recommendations from some shops that we trust, not necessarily mm -hmm. kits that we've tried, but shops that we trust with some kits that they have if you are interested. Okay, I think that's okay. plenty uh, right. for having been gone. Uh, we'll come back in next week with something uh, not quite as like, I don't know what the word would be, but not quite as uh, stick it in the butt kind of vibe. We'll come back okay. with a different vibe okay. next week. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we will <laughs> talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.